and welcome back to Zero Correlation. I'm Cheryl Chupin, and as always, coming to you from my bathroom floor. Happy, happy, happy Super Bowl Sunday. I have no idea who's playing, so don't even ask me. I have no idea where the game is being played, but I do know enough to know that it's always played in a neutral field. Stadium? Field? I don't know what they call it in football, but like my motto always is, come for the food, stay for the game. And I really just hope both teams have fun. You know, play fair, be nice to the other kids, you know, all that stuff. But if one of your teams are playing, which again, I have no idea which teams those are, I hope whoever you want want to win, wins. That's my hope for you. Anyways... My ass is still cold on the bathroom floor. Like I said last week, my ass is freezing because it's winter here in New York. Winter, like full on winter, February 7th. Winter is awful. We had a snowstorm this week. And then like I ask myself, why do I live here? Because really, it's a good question. I ask myself this daily, every single winter morning when I wake up. My alarm goes off. And the first thing thing I think is, why the fuck do I live here? I am not made for this weather. I'm more tropical. I'm not really like a winter person. And then it gets me start thinking about how I'm sitting on this floor and my ass is freezing. So should I buy a special blanket to use just in the bathroom for the floor when I record the pod? Now, that's not the worst idea I've ever had. And trust me, I've had some bad, pretty bad ideas. And you may ask, Cheryl, why would you need to buy a special blanket? Well, Karen, it's because I'm not a crazy person who is going to take the blanket from my bed to use on the floor of my bathroom. And even though, like I've said in the past, my floor is very clean, like literally sitting on it as we speak, I still wouldn't want to take a blanket from my bed and bring it into the bathroom. So maybe I should make that purchase. Not that I need to be making any more purchases. I do enough of that, but this one seems necessary, like the most necessary. I'm on the fence about it. I'm not sure if I should do it or not. I'll let you all know if I actually end up doing it. But for my own sake, aka really my wallet's sake, I hope I don't end up buying a special specific blanket that I only use once a week for recording the pod on my bathroom floor. But it's me, so really, you never know. So I know I've talked about how 2020 and now 2021 has taught me so many things, things I didn't even know that I needed to learn Things I didn't even know that I didn't know, but the shit show of 2020 and now the, I don't know, I guess you can say the looking up of 2021, it's really taught me so many things. But one thing that it taught me that I, the last month I've really noticed that it's taught me this and I've, it's really been brought into my life is that wrong timing is a real thing. I never, and I mean never, ever believed this. When people said it's the wrong time, I'd be like, okay, so make it the right time. I didn't understand the concept of 
right person at the wrong time or wrong person at the right time? Well, I'm not sure if the latter is really a thing, but hear me out. I never thought that timing had to be right. I just thought, make things happen. Make it the right time. You're the pilot of your your own life, all that cliches, or be the writer of your own life, another cliche. If you want something to happen, make the timing right. That's what I really thought. Well, I'm a moron because you can't do that. You can't just make something the right time. The universe knows what it's doing. And you need to trust in the universe as much as that is fucking annoying and you think, when is it my turn and when are things going to start looking up for me? The universe really, really knows what it's doing. You need to believe that what's meant to come your way will in the right time, which is probably the most annoying and aggravating thing on the planet, or at least one of them. Especially if you're a bit of a control freak like me. Well, okay, total complete control freak like me. But really, I always hated thinking that timing wasn't right or in the right time something would happen. But as usual, once again, I was proving wrong. Because timing is everything. Everything will come to you in the right time. And yes, I still believe you need to make your own magic And yes, I still believe that you need to manifest things and you need to put in your own effort and you need to show the universe that you're ready for things to come your way. You need to put your best self forward and live your best life. But ultimately, it's out of your control and the timing of everything just has to work, which just fucking sucks, like really fucking sucks. But here we are. So if I've learned anything from the month we've had in 2021, which again, like I said, things really are looking up for me. Everything's falling into place. I really couldn't be happier. I'm so fortunate about how the things are happening for me. And again, like I'll eventually delve into all that, but like right now I'd like to keep some of my private life private, but trust in the process and trust in manifesting your life and really trust that the right time in the right time, everything right for you will happen. Jeff Bezos. Yes, we all know who he is. He's the guy who started Amazon. He's the billionaire. Well, Jeff Bezos is stepping down as CEO of Amazon. He will now be the executive chairman of the board, whatever the hell that means. But this is a big deal. So why is he stepping down? Or was he asked to be stepped down? So the man who cheated on his wife, did he do something bad? Or something really, really bad? That's the question. Now, if you remember a couple of months ago, or like a year ago, I don't know, I can't remember. Time's a weird thing. I think it was a year ago maybe that I spoke about it. I should probably check that. But I think it was a year ago that I went on a whole rant about him. Now, if you don't remember, I will refresh your memory. This man, Jeff Bezos, bald, kind of like Buddha, cheated on his wife, had to give her so much money in the divorce settlement that she became the richest woman in the United States of America. I could be wrong on that one, but I think I'm right. Um, yeah, he's still the richest man after all of that. He's basically taking over the world. 
he built legit an everything store. You can get anything and everything in Amazon. Within two days mostly with prime shipping, duh. And let's just remember that Amazon started off as a internet bookstore and he created the everything store. Everyone shops on Amazon. You don't go anywhere and no one doesn't know what Amazon is. So he's huge. So really, it's genius what he created. And I, I couldn't imagine life without Amazon. I order from Amazon daily, if not more. So basically, he built an empire. So snaps for you, Jeff Bezos, you go, Glenn Coco. He literally could have given out actual stimulus checks to everyone in America and still be a billionaire. And not like the 600 bullshit stimulus checks that we got. I mean, real ones. So again, you go, Glenn Coco. But just let that sink in. This man is that rich. And... You might say, why are you bringing this up again? Well, again, as a reminder, my rant on him initially was about Amazon starting a dating app, a dating section, if you will, in Amazon. And I was so upset that everyone was starting dating apps and that Jeff Bezos, the man who had it all and the man who just cheated on his wife, needed to get in on the action. So basically on Amazon, you could essentially buy people. So here's my question. Did Jeff ever find a new woman? Is that why he started the dating section on Amazon? Was he just looking for himself? After he cheated on his wife, I'm sure he was on the prowl. So if anyone knows if Jeff, you know, found a new woman, let me know. Maybe there's a new lady in his life. Is that why he's stepping down? to retire and spend time with this new love of his life, his new love interest? Did he find love on his own platform? And you might be thinking, Cheryl, why the hell are you hating so much on Jeff Bezos? What is he to you? What do you care? Well, first of all, I just hate cheaters. Cheaters? No. If you cheat, there's something fundamentally wrong with you. Cheaters have this thing about them that they think they're untouchable. They think they're God. They think they can't get caught. And there's something in them to think that they're capable of doing it all. And that just pisses me off. But also, like, dude, you're so rich and you had a beautiful wife. Like, you needed more? I don't know. He just really bothers me. His Mr. Clean, baldy, Buddha head. I don't know. Something about this man really, really irks me. And I say that as I shop from Amazon daily. So I am literally helping him be more of a billionaire on the daily. And I love Amazon. I would not be able to live my life without Amazon. But something about him really bothers me. So I'm definitely not mad about him stepping down from CEO. And I definitely don't feel sorry for him. And I just felt like I needed to rant about him some more. So you're welcome on hearing my rant about Jeff Bezos and him no longer being CEO. I don't know what executive chairman of the board means, so I really don't know how involved he will or will not be going forward. But again, I don't really care about that part. I care about the fact that the man's a billionaire, stepping down as CEO, cheated on his wife, and cheaters always cheat. Leopards do not change their spots. So I just felt like I needed to spotlight that. So Jeff Bezos, I see you. Jeff Bezos, if you listen to the pod, you're listening to this right now. Obviously, he doesn't listen to the pod because he doesn't know what premium content is and he clearly has bad taste. So if you didn't know that Jeff Bezos was stepping down from CEO, now you know.
You're welcome. It's your Share explaining the best. If you don't remember, share explaining is when I take a term, usually a dating term from the internet, you know, the Google. I give you their definition. I give you my definition. And then if I have an example, I will share that with you as well. Share explaining way better than mansplaining. This week's I found on Cosmo. I love Cosmo. Cosmo and Glamour are two of my favorite magazines. I know they're trashy. I know they're raunchy, but duh, that's why I love them. This week's share explain is monkeying. Monkeying is hopping from one relationship to the next without a break in between, like a primate swinging from branch to branch with no intention of slowing down. Now, if you know me and my life the past, I don't know, year or so, or actually my life the past 15 years, you know this is something that drives me insane. When people break up and one person goes into a relationship right away, that is a red flag. That person is incapable of being alone. Yes, I know we call that rebounding, but really, are you so afraid of your own emotions and your own feelings? And are you so codependent that you are incapable and unable to be by yourself? Do so you need the emotional support of another person so desperately that you jump into something else right away? Like, dude, give yourself time to process your feelings and emotions. Give yourself time to, I don't know, grieve the relationship. Give yourself time to get over it. I am not a believer and the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. Nope, that's bullshit. You got to feel your feelings. And for all these people who jump right into something else, yeah, you're not healthy. I know you might think you're healthy. Oh, I'm doing a great job. I'm just going to something else. That doesn't bother me. I'm just living my life. No, you are a hot mess and not in the good way. You need to process your feelings. So monkeying around, primate, a monkey, an animal, a clown, that's what you are. Not into it. I hate when people do this. If any of my friends tried to do this, I'd be like, guys, come on, you're better than this. Like, feel your feelings, feel your emotions. And I'm not saying that you can't find a new relationship soon after an old one ends. But like, I don't know. Give it a little bit of time. Don't just swing from relationship to relationship. It's not fair to you and it's not fair to the people you're dating. It's not fair to be half in something. I just, I don't understand why people do this. It's so unfair. You're wasting your time. You're wasting their time. You're playing with your own feelings and emotions and you're playing with someone else's feelings and emotions. And it's just no bueno. I've never done this. I take proper breaks in between all my relationships And yes, sometimes it's just what happens, but sometimes it is conscious, conscience, such a weird word coming out of my mouth sometimes, but I don't know. I don't do this. None of my friends do this. I think we're all pretty well-adjusted, healthy humans that we give ourselves proper times to feel our feelings, you know, feel all the feels, all the things, do all the things, you know what I'm saying? All the things. No, but really. I'm just laughing that literally it's called monkeying, like a monkey, an animal, because people who do this are animals. 
wild animals. Not into it. So I don't do it. None of my friends do it. And you shouldn't do it either. So just keep that in mind. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to the other people. Feel your feelings, people. That's my advice. Feel your feelings. Give yourself time to process said feelings. Just because something's over, if you ended it or not, you can still be sad. You still need to feel the feelings. But as always, here's your reminder to drink your coffee, mind your business, wash your hands, do your squats. And as always, stay far, far, far away from fuckboys. I'm Cheryl Chuvin, sitting on my freezing bathroom floor. Thanks for listening.